Episode 108, I must have been asleep during the start of the transsexual debacle. My friends call me Rip Van Winkle, and I guess I'm old-fashioned too. And I have an image of this book, which has a young girl on the front, Irreversible Damage, the transgender craze seducing our daughters, published in 2021 by Abigail Shirer. It has over 6,000 Amazon reviews, averaging 4.5 stars. It describes some of the events that I missed over the last five short years. It is engaging, wonderfully written, and an overwhelming indictment. It is not about adult women who believe they are men or the reverse. It is not about gay or lesbian adults. It is about an attack on our most psychologically vulnerable group, adolescents and pre-adolescent girls. Shirer presents this material without judgment, but I cannot write with her objectivity. Social media celebrates the transgender, that's TSTG, wave, and minor children are the most susceptible. YouTube, quote, influencers and TS Center, quote, caregivers both say that if the patient notices feelings of this kind, they should be acted upon. I thought I was hardened after the past few years of watching healthcare, but I was wrong. Stick with me and you too will be shocked. The process typically begins with psychological stress or trauma, a divorce, a rejection, a family breakup, or maybe something more minor. Everyone has dramas and young women feel them acutely. Next, with the help of social media influencers on YouTube channels and occasionally their peers, these children are trained, that's groomed really over many hours of exposure, to believe the whole thing is reasonable. TS is a new identity with a thrill of rebellion, a seductive lock for many young girls. The victims are most often virgins who are innocent of any sexual contact. At every stage, an emotional divorce from the parents is aggressively promoted. Next, these influencers and counselors encourage the use of breast binders, often without parental consent, to disguise the developing bodies and the sexuality. Binders are tight, aggravating, worsen asthma, and occasionally crack delicate ribs. They can destroy developing breast structure and may render breasts flat and saggy. Quote, puberty blockers, drugs such as Lupron, follow. These are toxic, injectable medications conventionally used to treat prostate cancer or to treat adult women's infertility. Lupron makes everyone feel terrible. These developing young women may also get irreversible brain damage. A prescription for an adult male dose of testosterone is the next step in the process. This is 10 to 20 times what a woman needs for proper functioning. Over a few months, faces and bodies assume a permanently masculine shape and vaginas shrink and become dry. If conventional sex is attempted, it may be difficult and irritating. For many, orgasm is impossible and after a certain point, fertility is lost forever. These adolescents are then encouraged to consider, quote, top surgery which is the euphemism for getting their breasts cut off. This creates either a low nipple or a better centered but numb reconstructed nipple. In either case, it also produces an unnatural horizontal scar. A few have their clitorises altered so they can urinate through them, a procedure that is often disastrously botched. 
Incredibly, most and sometimes all of this process can be undertaken with little or no psychological counseling or parental involvement. These children can often obtain a prescription for Lupron or testosterone from the college student, quote, healthcare clinic on their own. And since the Affordable Health Care Act, Affordable Care Act, that's Obamacare, birth control pills and other hormones are covered by insurance. Shirer's book has story after heart-rending story about these patients, their parents, and the pitiful people running the YouTube channels. These kids end up hairy, with deepened voices, and permanently enlarged clitorises. But they still retain a feminine delicacy, and their identities are fragile, for they are neither male nor female. The media, the counselors, and the doctors involved seem the vilest and most opportunistic. The surgeons cater to a cash market and functions as technicians. This is the only cosmetic surgery that permanently alters function. No one is in charge of the asylum except the crazy patients and the media, quote, influencers. And no one ever gets prosecuted for child abuse of minors. The most telling hallmark of the TG phenomenon, TG phenomenon is attempted suicide, and the incidence in many studies is 40%. This is about the same for the adults and the children both. It is also similar before and after, quote, transitioning, which is evidence that the process has no positive effect on emotional pain or poor adjustment. Many of the, those who transition before 20 years of age eventually switch back but they never get their feminine form again and are mostly infertile. Trying to correct top surgery with breast augmentation produces cold, firm, and unnatural results because there's no breast tissue to cover the implant. America has a long history of destructive fads based on young women's hysteria. The Salem witch trials were one. More recently, the McMartin-type recovered memories theories sent a lot of caretakers to jail based on imaginary stories told by juveniles. This phantom memory theory has been roundly discredited and almost all the perpetrators were later released. I lived in Los Angeles during this era and went to a psychologist who, absent any memories, spent my money trying to convince me that I was the victim of incest. And some psychologists have thought that youth TG syndromes were related to multiple personality disorder, a related disease that some categorize as another hysteria. The adult transgenders are well under a percent of the total population, but these kids are common in some groups. They're influenced by peer pressure, so there are more of them. Adult gays and lesbians often see this thing as a fraud, speak out against it, and don't want to be identified with it. Social media has jacked up the quote transphobe label for anyone who objects to the TC narrative, TG narrative, and some of Shira's reviewers echo this. But this story has alienated many progressives from their more fashionable and vocal peers. As one review and as one reviewer wrote, being a teenager should not be considered a medical condition. No one is more protective than a mother bear. This book has stories about liberal families who were originally permissive with their daughter's transition. But when they realized what was happening, they left progressive states in order to protect their offspring's normal development. The following is bonus material. Here is a must-watch. A new documentary by Denise D'Souza, 2000 Mules, provides conclusive proof of massive 2020 election fraud. 
it can be viewed on Odyssey's free platform, and I left the link. This is how it worked. D'Souza's team obtained cell phone location data for people in the swing states. At least 2,000 ballot-stuffing mules were tracked and map mapped as they traveled to multiple drop boxes and also to nonprofit organizations where they picked up fake ballots. Video records show that they put at least five ballots into each box. They were paid $10 for each one, and this was these were felonies. Here are sample images that I took from the footage. Analysis of tens of thousands of these records proved the election was stolen. This film grossed over $10 million so far, a huge success despite extensive censorship. Our losses have been massive. One friend had a terrible stroke after his jab and nine months later is still mute. Two others died soon after their clot shot. One of my mentors had three jabs, got COVID, and then died in the hospital. He was progressively damaged by the spike protein and it killed him on his fourth time. We know that each exposure becomes progressively riskier. I am convinced he would have survived the disease if a California hospital had not forced him to get the jabs. We also know from six countries' data that COVID is more fatal and more common among their, quote, vaccinated. Quote, most people don't believe something can happen until it already has. It's not stupidity or weakness. It's just human nature, unquote. That's from the movie World War Z. We are facing zombies here, people who can't see the overwhelming evidence before their eyes. I've lost a lot of my friends, for I won't suffer a never-ending debate with irrationality.